Welcome to the Business Awards Show, where we share valuable information and secret nuggets to get your award entry notice by the judges for all the right reasons. Our weekly episodes also feature inspirational interviews with winners, judges and sponsors. So let's dive in and start your journey to award-winning success. Hello, it's Debbie Gilbert from the Business Awards Show, and I'm also the organiser of the Best Business Women Awards. And I'm really excited today to be joined by Emma Balin from Shared Harmonies CIC. And we're going to be talking all about her amazing singing workshops that she delivers both in the community and with corporates. Last week, she won a silver award for our charity champion category at the Best Business Women Awards. So we're talking all about what she does and all of the lovely singing that she spreads across the world. So, Emma, tell us about Shared Harmonies and what you do. Oh, thank you so much. Um, it's really lovely to be here with you today. Um, so Shared Harmonies is um, an award-winning community interest company. We're a not-for-profit company. And um, we deliver creative services for companies and communities with the idea of um, increasing connection, increasing well-being and increasing confidence. So on the corporate side, we deliver um, inspirational development workshops, looking at exploring leadership development, organizational development, team building and well-being. And we reinvest all the profits from that in our community singing for mm. well-being programs where we work with people predominantly with different long-term health and well-being conditions. So including um, people living with dementia, people living with Parkinson's, uh, people struggling with respiratory conditions such as COPD. We do online courses for people with long COVID um, and we also work with people struggling around mental health wow and where did all this start how did you where did you come up with the idea my background originally is um professional background is as a community and development worker and mm -hmm. i've always been really really passionate about things that build connection and community um and how important that is for well-being and mm. i've been aware that increasingly um, society has moved in a direction where that's not something that's very prevalent anymore you know lots of people don't even know their neighbors or you know we get we, we're surrounded by more people than ever you know we get mm. on packed trains and we're going to packed offices but often we don't have that connection with people and it, it creates such a huge deficit in people's sense of self and in people's mm. um you know well-being and it you know it has all sorts of actual tangible kind of contributions to ill health so I'm really passionate about things that build connection and community. I'm also very passionate about things that improve our well-being. So my career um, um, has predominantly been, um, as much as it's been in the charitable sector, it's predominantly been in services that that support the improvement of well-being. And I've, I do a lot of work with, with NHS England. And I've always loved singing, absolutely always loved singing. And um, so about 10 years ago, so it's our 10th anniversary in October um, this, this year. And yeah, I wanted to do something that kind of brought all these three passions together. And through that, Shared Harmonies was born. 
That's amazing. I mean, you know, that's no easy feat to set that up from scratch. You set this up literally through the love of singing and wanting to support people in the community. And did the corporate work evolve from that or was that part of it from the start? I was lucky enough to get on um, a, a support program um through the school for social entrepreneurs so i knew i yeah. wanted it to be a a, a, a not-for-profit business i want yeah. mainly because i wanted something where money wouldn't be a barrier for people yeah. accessing the services um and um they helped me think about that that program helped me think about what the shape of my business would be yeah. Um, and as a community interest company, it's it allows you to keep some level of kind of creative direction and also still work practically for the business mm. um, because that's what I wanted to do. Um, I still wanted to actually be delivering, you know, a lot of the work myself because I love it. I'm really passionate about it. And so I started to think about who my target audience was. And at first I'd, I'd really thought about that community side because that, you know, that was my passion and my background. And I did all the research and knew how singing could really help all these different health conditions. And then I started mm. to think about, well, how how can we make those so that people, you know, money won't be a barrier? Where can we bring in funds from? And I knew that kind of grants were, were becoming less, you know, mm. less frequent and that it was very difficult. And I started to think about, was there an offer for corporates? And then I started to think, well, actually, they are my target audience as well. Actually, a lot of people, you know, the, and the main causes of in, ill health within employment are all things that singing can support. So we can, you know, the main the main causes of people kind of going off sick are around mental health, which singing is amazing for. Um, you know, it releases all four happiness hormones. It really gives us that positive boost. Other causes are multiskeletal conditions. And again, we can do a lot of work through singing around posture and, you know, and, and kind of working on that. And respiratory conditions are also another major contribution to people going off sick. And again, we know we've got huge amounts of evidence around its, its impact for respiratory conditions. And the other reason a lot of people go off work is because they've got poor relationships with other people mm -hmm. in the organization. And again, you know, we have a real offer around that. So I started to think, actually, not only is that, you know, our offer for corporates, not only is it something that we can use to to generate income towards the community group, but it, it, it is actually what we want to be doing anyway. It's meeting our targets. It's mm. helping businesses meet their well-being targets. So it's an absolute win-win. So what uh, happens when you go into a company to deliver that? You deliver a singing workshop. We have a few different offers. Um, so we can do event energizers, for example. It um, worked beautifully at the start of an event or after lunch when people want, you know, kind of pick me up after they've after they've had that that lunch break. Um, and we, you know, can literally get people singing in five or ten minutes, you know, just in in multi-part harmonies. So um, and and because it releases all these happiness hormones, and one of them is oxytocin, which is the mm -hmm. hormone we get when we hug somebody, it creates this sense of connection really quickly. So I've used it at networking events, and people have networked differently as a result of having sung together. It's 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 wonderful. Um, so we can do that. Um, I can do a straightforward singing workshop, which can improve well-being and connection. But also because I'm a trained trainer and I've got over 30 years training and facilitation experience, mm. 
I've actually combined the use of a singing workshop with some of my training techniques. And so what I can actually do is use the singing experience as a route into an exploration of a theme. Mm. So we can actually, you know, so when I work with um, emerging leaders, we often don't, or, or even senior leaders, we don't let everybody know that they're going to sing. So that's a kind of surprise in the room. And then after the workshop, I explore questions with them. So how did it feel when you heard we were going to sing? What did we do? What did I demonstrate that enabled you to feel that fear, but stay in the room anyway? And then relate that back to their to leadership theory and to their leadership practice. So how do you lead others through challenging situations? What sort of things might you be able to put into place that were reflected in this workshop that will, you know, will help you to do that better? And so and similarly with kind of organizational development and and team building. So really, it's kind of based on experiential learning theory. So it's that idea of how can we use something that's completely out of context to help you experience something and really see it through a different lens. Because so often when we do training and development, we're taking a lot of information and then we mm. go back to our daily practice. We don't often get chance to step into a different environment, a different sense and really embody that learning. And that's what we that's what we've created through our experiential work based um, programs. So we can do anything from a straightforward like let's get everybody singing and have loads of fun <laughs> through to something that has real tangible workplace um, impacts. Excellent. And the sorts of things you deliver in the community, how does that work? Predominantly, they are um, health or well-being condition mm. specific. So we bring people together um, with a particular health or well-being condition and we tailor the sessions um, specifically for that. Um, so as I say, we work and, and all my team, myself and my team are trained in working um, with different health conditions and doing singing within that. So, yeah, so we do um, singing for people living with dementia and their carers or support. It's a big thing at the moment, isn't it? This yeah. whole thing, they've realised that how beneficial it is for people with dementia to sing. And, and my, my, my dad had dementia. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, music is so powerful for yes. people with dementia. Incredible. And one of the things that's been really interesting, um, because there is a big movement around singing for dementia, but often what's used is old time singing. So the idea mm. that the short term memory is, mm. is not strong as it used to be. And so going back to older memories, but actually there's emerging research. And this is the approach that we often take is that actually when you teach through the methods that we do, so teach through repetition and teach orally um, and put things to music people are actually remembering things that they are just recently taught. So we've worked with people living with dementia who have learnt a whole series of new songs um, and, are, and are able to remember them kind of, you know, six months later. Amazing. Along, which That's is amazing. And, and it's only new, it's quite new in terms of actual mm. research studies, but we're absolutely, you know, we've, we've been blown away by the, you know, the outcomes from it and the, you know, the positivity that we get mm. from using that approach. So... And I guess for people with lung conditions, singing is great because you're inhaling and exhaling. So it's that kind of exercise for the lungs. 
Yeah, and we actually what we actually do within that work and our singing for long COVID work is we actually help people retrain their breathing patterns. Mm-hmm. So, um, so with the sing and breathe for people with respiratory conditions, we focus a lot on and in the long COVID work, we focus a lot on extending the out breath. So, a lot of the reason that people get breathless mm-hmm. is because they've not fully expelled what's in their lungs before they're trying to breathe in, and that's also the case often when people get anxious, start having a panic attack. So it kind of works with in the mental health work as well so if you can kind of imagine it when you get anxious you kind of Mm. and you're not actually breathing out so we do a lot of work helping people to exhale fully in order to then take a full in breath and a relaxed in breath so we use a mixture of of singing techniques and breath work techniques to help people look at their posture get into the right kind of position and be relaxed ready to breathe do those breathing exercises and also the songs that we use are often designed specifically to to help people extend the out breath with long phrases and then people actually end up so we've we've worked with people who say i can only breathe out for a count of four and then we get them to sing and they sing a phrase that's like eight nine ten seconds (laughs) do it because a lot of what happens within what's called a dysfunctional breathing pattern clinically is it's a lot of it's psychological as well as physiological mm-hmm. so if we distract people with the singing they kind of they end up correcting their breathing patterns um so it's powerful on so many different yeah different levels and we we've been getting really really good results including with people with with long covid uh, so we've been running that now for just over two years amazing yeah, so that's an online program so let's talk about awards What's been your thought process behind awards and what's made you enter awards? Talk a bit about that. I think I think for me, there's there's two things. Well, three things, actually. I think one is definitely around visibility. So mm-hmm. as a as a, a you know, a small business, um, as a charitable, uh, well, not charitable, but social enterprise business, mm-hmm. it can sometimes be. Um, difficult to get kind of to be visible and to Mm. be seen and to be recognized for what we do and especially because a lot of our clients on the corporate scale are actually really big businesses you know we've worked with the likes of Nissan and and Hermes and Royal Canning and we're looking to work with big big businesses so the gap between where we are Mm. the the, you know the small business um, and and who we're trying to reach is is quite a big gap and so anything that helps raise our level of credibility mm. and our level of visibility is incredibly useful. I also think as a sole entrepreneur, so I do have a team and I've, I've got a management committee, but most of the time, mm. day to day, <laughs> and so to receive recognition is, is a real is a real booster. It's a real mental health booster for mm. me you know, to actually see, okay, it's not just me that thinks I'm doing a good job. And don't get me wrong, we get so many beautiful testimonials and, and things from our participants. And that means the world, you know, that is, that is what keeps mm. me going on a daily basis. But as the team grows, I'm more and more separated from that mm. a lot. You know, my team do a lot of the delivery and to, to see other and peers, to see peers recognizing mm. you and people with their own level of credibility you know such as your panel kind of looking and assessing and saying yeah we we think that's a good business that's Mm. such a boost you know it's Mm. so that's so 
And then also, I think it makes our parties, particularly our community participants, it makes them feel special. Mm-hmm. You know, so some of the award, you know, they really, we really have created a community at Shared Harmony. So although we've got got about 11 different community programs now, we've worked with thousands of, of employees within corporates. People, re- we, we try and create a real sense of connection because that's one of our drivers and we keep people connected and we've, we've formed this real sense of community and people love celebrating that. Mm-hmm. And so they, you know, the amount of people that got really behind me in coming for this award and some of the awards that we've, that we've achieved previously have been for, you know, com- for, for some of the work mm-hmm. we've done in the community and the chance for them to then celebrate that mm-hmm. is, it's, it's amazing. It's absolutely Aww. That's lovely. I mean, that's the thing. I think that gives you that validation, I think, that's external to what you're doing. So it's other people, like you said, have looked at your business and gone, do you know what? Emma's doing a great job and actually she needs to be recognised for that. And I think that's massive because when you're trying to pitch for these big clients, the fact that you've got some badges that you've won awards will definitely strengthen your credibility whenever you're pitching for those corporate clients and like you said it's nice for people who are in the community that back you and support you for them to see that validation as well yeah it's lovely 10 years is an awful long time uh you may or may not know that around about 95 percent of businesses go under within five years so the success rate is very low so to get to 10 years is an amazing milestone what sort of challenges have you had to overcome in that 10 years (laughs) where do you start (laughs) many many challenges I think like many people within business and particularly within social business I set the business up because I was passionate about what Mm -hmm. I did and I had a very successful kind of career um, so I, you know, I work as a consultant, but I hadn't run a business. So, no. you know, the first challenge is, is it learning everything it takes to run a business, you know, and as the business grows, just as you think, okay, right, I've, <laughs> I'm there now, then the business starts to grow. And then there's a whole new set of challenges. You know, and and these days, you know, I I'm a real I'm a real tech phobe. So you know, <laughs> learning all about the kind of you know the the marketing and the social media and keeping on top of all that, and yeah, so look, you know, that in itself is is mm. a huge challenge. But then obviously, you know, we hit we hit major major challenges during lockdown, like yeah. huge, huge challenges. So. So just going back a step, one of the other challenges for me is that I'd worked a lot within the charitable sector and Mm -hmm. and the social enterprise sector. So running a business that needed to speak to corporates was was also a kind of, you know, a a learning curve. Just before lockdown, we'd we'd got to a point where we had we really started to kind of crack that working with some some really big name clients. We were getting repeat bookings, we were getting referrals. It, we had a whole series of bookings in. It was going really well. We'd built all our community groups. I just got together a little team that had started working with me, and then we'd had one team meeting, and then we went into lockdown. And literally, I spent kind of you know over twenty four hours. I just got cancellation after cancellation after cancellation. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna lie, I kind of literally went into. I spent about two weeks in a in a real funk, thinking, "Well, that's it. This business that I've spent seven years building up mm-hmm. and and just got to this amazing point is that's it. It's over." Mm-hmm. And and then very quickly stopped feeling sorry for myself and thought about, in particular, the community participants. 
And actually, a lot of our service users were the first to be locked down because they were all, mm. you know, had chronic, chronic illness. Yeah. And it was impacting them really hard. A lot of yeah. them were really isolated before lockdown. You know, yeah. some of them, our, our services were the only things they were leaving the house Keeping for. Keeping them going. Yeah. I just thought, I can't not do things. I can't not do some support. So... I gathered my little team together on Zoom and I um, tapped into some of the other networks I'm, I'm part of and started to think, what can we do? Mm. And so we designed a whole load of new services. So we took some of our groups onto Zoom. Some of them stayed separate um, and some of them we combined. So actually what happened then was this real creation of a sense of real community across all the different groups. We started doing Facebook Lives twice a week and there was a great new app created that allowed you to record multi-videos, mm. so multi-part harmonies. So we'd teach a song live on Facebook and then we'd create this video and post that afterwards so people could learn a song with us and then sing along to it as much as they wanted. And we did those at the start and the end of a week to help top and tail the week with a bit of positivity. And then we also created the idea of let's connect people through the creation of new songs so the first one we did was called Our Song and we ended up with over 300 people involved. From a I saw that on your website. Yes, it was it great. Was yeah. A beautiful project. Um, our youngest participant was three. Our oldest yeah. was 92. We worked with people in, in care homes that were living with dementia mm -hmm. through care, through activity coordinators. And we asked people about connection. What does connection mean to you? Um, what how what different ways are you finding to still connect with people while we're locked down? What about your connection with the world and the environment? Because people started walking and, and seeing the environment in a different way. Mm. And what's your connection to self? What have you learned about yourself? And lots of people talked about, you know, resilience and learning new skills and new hobbies. And we pieced all people's input together. I worked with a wonderful composer called Holly Marlin. She's she's amazing. Um, and she pulled all that together, created this beautiful song. And then we taught that back to people and got people to send in video recordings of it and created this song. That led to us winning, um, winning an award. Um through the local community foundation mm -hmm. that spurred us on so we then entered the song for yorkshire and created oh. a song all about yorkshire which again we absolutely loved we came runner-up in in that competition we created a christmas song when you know do you remember that first christmas when we yeah. got told we were going to be allowed to get back together and then we were told we weren't and everybody mm -hmm. went into this huge kind of you know really struggle <laughs> so we did a christmas song to cheer people up and we also did ring and sing services. So we um, we had a couple of older people who, despite our best efforts, we we couldn't get them online. Mm. Um, so my team would would give them a call once a week and just check in and see how they were and do some singing with mm. them on the phone. And that led to to me winning a prime minister's award for services. Oh, wow! So we actually went from like feeling like the business was over to actually just creating yeah. a lot more things. Yeah. You know? Really spreading the word, yeah. From that viewpoint of I can't not do anything, I can't not be mm -hmm. there supporting people. This is what my passion is. I know that singing brings joy and connection, and actually, this is the time when we all need it more than ever. And actually, it kept my it kept me going as well, and it kept mm. my team going. You know, and yeah, we just created this beautiful sense of of community and connection and and obviously through that time I developed new services for people living with long COVID as well because I could see that that there was a real need there mm -hmm. 
yeah now we do, we're in a new you know a new phase of growth so finally kind of businesses are starting to get back into mm. things back in the workplace i think with this a lot of people now home working or hybrid working this sense of connection within the teams and personal mm. well-being is really being impacted and so that's definitely something we can help people with. So that's mm. starting to kind of come back on on track again. So yeah, I think we've had a lot of challenges. You have. But talk, um but talk yeah. to me about your TEDx talk, which I watched the other day. Amazing. Emma, I was just blown away. What a um, great talk. <laughs> so what made you do that? Uh so that was TEDx Warrington. Yeah. Uh, so I I am kind of somebody who I, I very much believe in in manifesting. I'd kind of set an intention that I'd love to do a talk um, again before lockdown. And then I'd kind of forgotten about it. And then I saw TEDx Warrington um, advertising for speakers. So I applied before lockdown and then it all went on hold. Mm -hmm. And then they, they came back and said, do you want to submit a new application or carry on with your old one? So yeah, carried on applying and um yeah and it was it it was a wonderful program because i think so it's it's really interesting the other the other main challenge that i've had to overcome i've been a facilitator and a trainer for over 30 years and i'm and i'm a singer so you can put me up on a stage in front of thousands of people and i'll sing and i'll facilitate and i'll and i'll train but talking about me and talking about my beliefs and my journey I, I often struggle with, I have struggled with it. I've had to work really, really hard to overcome that barrier mm. um, and talk, can talk about my company's successes because I put a lot of that down to my participants and, and my team. But to talk about me, I've often found that quite difficult. And mm. um, so one of the things I loved about the Warrington TEDx was that they had this speaker programme. So you had to present an idea and then they helped you helps you to develop it into mm. into a talk i also invested further and went on um, a speaker training program with richard mccann which was also amazing and those things really helped me hone my messages mm. what i wanted to say because the re as i said the reason i set up shared harmonies i love singing i absolutely love it and i believe in the power of it i i, I actually call it a wonder drug i see the transformations that we get from it all the time literally that is a book in itself if you know but a lot of the reason I use that is because I use it as a tool to actually help people do other things. So to help them manage the symptoms of a health condition or to help them look at mindset or to help them look at their leadership skills. So it's all about that journey of transformation. And that's also what I do within other work, you know, like really helping people kind of use those experiences mm -hmm. to achieve more from life than they ever imagined possible. And so that the TEDx gave me that opportunity to do that and it's it's been amazing because it's it's led to a lot more work you know people want you know have booked me as a as a speaker that that does mm. you know as a, as an added bonus so you know it's just it's another it's been another way of of really sharing that message of what we're about at Shared Harmonies and what we can achieve when we allow ourselves to get out of our comfort zone when we get into that stretch and when we work with others to achieve something like the results are absolutely phenomenal um, oh amazing and we will add the link to the TEDx talk in the notes and on um, when if you're watching the video on YouTube we'll put the put the link in because it's really good and I would suggest everybody watches it it was really good and you came across really calm and collected and you have that voice that you know 
you've just got a really calm persona. That's how you come across, which is really lovely. Oh, it's been great talking to you today. Um, what's next for Shared Harmonies? I believe that you are off to do a bit of trekking. <laughs> I am. I am. So, yeah. So that's actually for a, in, in aid of another charity. Um, okay. A wonderful charity that supported my sister through her journey with breast cancer, um, mm-hmm. Cavendish Cancer Care. So we're doing a trek to Machu Picchu to, oh raise, to raise money. Oh. But in terms of um, shared harmonies, we're still in a big period mm. of growth. We still there is a growing need, you know, mm. for the for the services that we have. We'd love so predominantly our services for, on the community side are within West Yorkshire. We do some in other areas of Yorkshire and some into Manchester. But we know that there's a need for that mm. to, to grow. So we'd love to take those groups into other areas. Mm. And the, as I say, the corporate work is is still building and growing as as businesses are starting to get back into a position where they can start to think about that. We'd love to talk to people. Absolutely love to talk to to team leaders, um, CEOs, senior leaders, um, about what we can offer within businesses and and why using something that's a little bit different and a little bit creative. Mm-hmm can achieve really phenomenal results so yeah just just more with my my mission you know Mm. is to get the world singing to reclaim our voices I know that so many people had their voices shut down when they were younger Mm. and I'm really passionate about dispelling that myth about some people can sing and some can't you know let's let's share our voices let's celebrate them in Mm. all their diversity and glory and let's use that to connect and improve well-being and see those transformations um so yeah please connect with me and um and let's oh what a great way to end our interview you are such an inspirational woman it's been an absolute pleasure to meet you and to talk to you about shared harmonies we will make sure all the links are added so please get in touch with emma because she's just incredible you are an incredible woman so thank you for joining me today good luck with the trek and hopefully We will follow your journey and see more of Shared Harmonies out there in the UK. Thank you. So much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Business Awards show. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others and post about it on social media or leave a rating or review. To catch all of the latest information and show notes, please go over to our website, businessawardshow.co.uk. Thank you.